Schwab Advisor Services is proud to support the RIA Edge podcast and equally proud to support the independent financial advisor community because they believe that every firm of every size deserves a custodian that is committed and passionate, one that provides world-class resources, technology, and people who thoroughly understand your firm's goals, one that will work tirelessly to give you the winning edge. Hello and welcome to RIA Edge. I'm Mark Bruno, Managing Director of the Wealth Management Group at Informa. And I'm very much looking forward to today's conversation with Stan Greger, the CEO of Summit Financial, one of the largest and fastest growing firms in the wealth management industry. Stan, thank you so much for being here today. Appreciate you taking the time. Mark, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Appreciate it. So for today's discussion, I think you have one of the more unique businesses and business models in the industry. Um, you're participating in so many different, whether it's mergers and acquisitions, recruiting, you know, helping your advisors grow organically. And we'll talk about some of the innovative technology, obviously, that you've built and are still building out that's helping your advisors grow. And I think our listeners today will get a lot from each of those different threads, right? The organic and inorganic side of things. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to getting into some of the specific details of your growth in recent years and what you think will power your growth moving forward. Uh, but before we do that, I think it would be really helpful if, if you could please just provide a little bit of background on the history of Summit um, and more specifically, just some of the primary business units that you have within the company. Sure, sure. <clears throat> Be more than happy to, Mark. Thank you. So Summit has, um, it, it's not a new company. In fact, uh, the organization has been around for almost 40 years. And uh, uniquely, as, it, as it's set up, it's been independent for 40 years. It's a, it's a private partnership. And it's, a, I would say it's an exclusive partnership. And one of the things that really caught my eye is the company was, was started by advisors, and it was built by advisors for advisors. So this is not your typical ecosystem or, or organization that just offers services. The advisors from day one were part of the building and the decision-making of this entire organization. And when you look at the organization, we have six companies. We have a financial planning company, fully staffed with attorneys, power planners, case design specialists, true, true industry experts. Uh, we have an investment management company, a second company. We have everybody on staff who is CFA uh, qualified, entitled, and manages portfolios, does custom design work for the advisors, you name it, on the investment management side. Third, we have the third company is the insurance company. We have an insurance company that's been around since the beginning of, of, of the creation of Summit. We have a GA with Mass Mutual, but we have contracts with some, uh, I would say, 50 to 75 other insurance carriers. So it's a very broad, different offering. And that's a, that's a complete servicing team that has insurance experts. They help with case design. They help with picking out certain coverages for clients. They do everything from beginning to end. The advisor uh, can go to them and help design a case to setting up the medicals to getting the contracts delivered. So this is a full in-house team that helps the advisors from, from beginning to end. Uh, the fourth company is a very unique structure because it's an in-house advisor services company. We do everything from real estate consulting. So as teams uh, wanna open up new offices, uh, we will help them in that office design, that location. We'll help them negotiate the lease. 
We'll help them find the contractors to do the work. It's a complete from soup to nuts real estate consulting services. We also have a payroll services division. So the advisor's uh, staff is on Summit's payroll. They get all the benefits, the, uh, the 401k plan, the healthcare benefits, and so forth. We also have in that same division a recruiting arm. So as advisors are looking to bring on additional staff, uh, whether it's other advisors or it's staff members, there's a team that does that. And that team not only recruits, but they do the onboarding, they do the training, again, soup to nuts when it comes to that piece. In addition to this, what I just mentioned, there's also a practice management division and a marketing division. And it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. A number of our advisors are always looking for different strategies and different approaches to go out in the marketplace. So we have a marketing uh, head that heads up uh, marketing initiatives, uh, everything from website development to social media campaigns to marketing campaigns. It goes on and on. And frankly, that, that, that piece right there it has been something that has made a huge difference in the last few years, really pushing the marketing exposure for the advisors. The fifth company, the fifth company is a technology company. I joined five years ago, actually this month, and we have invested significant capital, time, and resources in building out a very integrated, intuitive, and uh, real creative technology platform that has empowered the advisors to, to just take their business to a whole new level. So we can get deeper into that later. So that's the fifth company. And the sixth company is a finance company. So we have our own acquisition, M&A, business succession, and funding company. So advisors that want to basically retire from the business, we have a plan for them. Uh, we have a funding vehicle for them for advisors that are looking for acquisitions, they're looking to acquire other businesses or acquire other advisors, uh, or even for growth capital, we have that. Uh, all in all, we have a completely beginning to end ecosystem of support for the advisors from, from products, services, people, technology, back office to financing. So it's, it's six companies and, and that, that's a quick summary. I appreciate that. And I, I think that accurately describes one of the reasons that we wanted to have you on RI Edge. You have this really unique position and perspective into you know, all different parts of the wealth management ecosystem. You know, years ago, you know, I remember years ago being you know, 2010, let's call it, there was so much discussion in the independent channel about how do you go from running a practice to running a business? Um, and here we are in 2021. And in a lot of ways, you know, uh, companies have gone from practices to businesses to platforms. Um, and that's really you know, how I view Summit and some of the firms that are of a similar size and have you know, broader offerings like this. That said, I, I am curious, I mean, how do you describe Summit in the marketplace? Right? And whether you're talking to an advisor or a team that you're looking to recruit or you know, on the M&A side, if it's a company that you're looking to invest in or acquire, how do you describe the company and the specific problems that you solve for advisors? Great question. Great question. So let me start off with the first thing I tell people, what we're not. We're, we're not an aggregator. We're not a roll-up firm. Right? Summit is a true partnership structure. We're, we're a partnership firm. In fact, 40 years now as, as partnership structure, we're not the oldest, but we are definitely you know, one of the older players out there in this space. 
What makes us different, and, and you touched upon it, right? The industry has been struggling with running a practice to, to managing a business. And most great advisors, they don't want to run a business. They, they really want to spend time with their clients, deepen relationships, and, and, and grow, grow their business. So we've taken that to heart. And we've built a structure, a complete ecosystem, as I mentioned, the six different companies that, that are under the summit umbrella that allow the advisor to do what they do best, which is work their relationships and work with their clients and give them the tools in a simple, in a holistic turnkey manner that it's a complete ecosystem. And it's an a la carte ecosystem where you, the advisor, you choose what service you want. Some advisors want to do things with their own team. Some advisors want to leverage the summits team. Uh, it, it, you have to have flexibility in this business if you want to be a, a true player for growth. And that's, that's the piece that we focus on. So we want to be your partner. We want to help you grow. We also have a different philosophy. Because the firm was built by advisors, for advisors, our business model is not the industry business model, which is let's nickel and dime the advisor every which way we can. Let's mark up services. You know, we get a service for X, let's make it Y. No, our model is we, 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 we fight for the best pricing for the advisors, for the services, for the technologies, all of those expenses, and we, and we basically give those services to the advisors to empower them for growth. And the way we view our success is by being a partnership, by, by owning a minority piece of their business, growing their business is going to be a much bigger value add for us in the long term than by nickel and diming and, and doing markup services along the way. So we believe we want to align ourselves with the advisor. If, if we can help you, the advisor, grow from A to B, you pick those numbers, the minority investment that we made in you, that's going to grow for us. And we feel that's the right way to align ourselves with the advisor. And it's, it's, a, it's a unique and different model. Yeah, I think if we can just focus on the minority investment piece for a moment, that's really interesting. I've seen... I've done some research on this over the years um, and the number of minority investments that have taken place you know, over the last 18 months um, is tripled and quadrupled in some cases, depending on th the precise time period you're looking at. Why is it that it's become so much more, you know, is it more attractive or are there just more options or both? And why do you feel that there's so much momentum in this part of the M&A world right now? Again, great, great question. And you're right. The, uh, the, the velocity has picked up. And, and I, I'm going to put it down to two reasons. One is the people that are selling need the money. So that, that's number one. And number two, the people that are buying view it as a great investment. Mm -hmm. So those are the two reasons why. What I would share with you is I have some concerns with that because I, I, I can't count how many times I come across a situation where somebody tells me they, they sold out a piece of their business to a minority investor. And a few things just, just blow me away. Number one, uh, minority investors should not have more rights than the majority investor. So in many of these scenarios, that minority investor, uh, number one, is really not adding value to the business other than the capital that they gave the seller, but two, they're dictating what that 
majority person can do. So you can't go out and spend money like you wanted to. You can't go expand. You know, it, 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 it's amazing how a minority investor has more control than a majority investor. So, so that's one concern. The broader concern is uh, a lot of the folks that I've spoken with about, about their selling their business, they've come back and said, hey, Stan, I, I, I needed the money, but the person I'm with hasn't helped me one bit, nothing. I, I, they're, they're not helping me grow the business. They're not giving me infrastructure support. I'm kind of where I was before. I just make less money and I, I, I got a check in my account that, that, that can show that I sold a piece of the business. So I think... The advice that I would give any, any person who's thinking of selling a minority stake of your business, one, obviously get a fair deal, but two, make sure that whoever you're selling to is going to help you get to the next level. That's so yeah, important I, because if it's it, on your shoulders, it's tough. Yeah. And then just to have a framework, you know, there are a lot of people, as you mentioned, you know, who are looking for the opportunity to maybe take some chips off the table and looking for a good deal, but not sure exactly what to ask for when they're trying to evaluate if it's also a good partner. So with that, actually, I'd love to get a sense from you what a good partner looks like. And that could be on the M&A side, that could be recruiting, but is what's the profile of the ideal you know, team or firm right? that is a fit within you know, the Summit organization? Okay. I, I, it's, that's an easy one. So we have a yeah. four-step process, right? So it, it's, it's who's the right fit for a summer partnership. Number one, it's going to sound corny, but it's, it's culture and people. And, and we refer to it as the Sunday factor. If, if we would not invite you to our home on a Sunday, why would we want to be a partner with you? So it, it's, it starts off with that. So if, if the person that you're looking to be a partner with is not somebody that you gel with or you have the same beliefs and principles, numbers and everything else doesn't matter. We're not gonna go further. And the same thing with the person that's looking to sell, they should feel the same about us. Is, is Summit and its team, the people that I would invite to my house on a Sunday. So I think it's reciprocal. Um, so once we get through that factor that, that it, the people gel, the second, actually two, three and four are simple. Number two is growth. We're looking for advisors that truly want to grow. And most advisors are in a situation where they don't have all the resources, the tools. If they're part of the bigger bigger companies that are part of the big banks, there's so many restrictions, there's so many handcuffs that you can't do this, that, and the other thing. So if you want to grow, that's, that's a major check mark for us because what we built as a platform, we feel is going to help them grow. Two, or three rather, is we want to see that they have some proven level of success. And, and what I mean by this, Mark, is there are a lot of people out there, both on the management side and the individual producer side, that talk a lot but don't produce anything. They just talk about what they're going to do, and they just never get to do it. So we want to see that who we are looking to partner with has a demonstrated track record of, yeah, I, I've been successful. And the last piece, the fourth piece is partnership mentality. Uh, the people that we want to partner with, do they have a me or do they have a we mindset? Is it all about me or is it, hey, let's all work together. And if you can help me grow, we all win. That's, that, that's the piece that we're looking for. So, so those are the four key attributes that we look for. As far as size of the business, 
Our, our average team is probably about $350 to $400 million of assets. And we have partners anywhere from, I would say, $250 million of assets up to well over a billion, billion two, billion three of, of asset size. So that's, that's a pretty high level of what we look for as, as a potential partner. I appreciate that. And I think the, the note about growth um, is really important, especially you know, on this podcast, that's you know, 90% of what we talk about. And there are so many firms that have grown over the last you know, 10 years or so, uh, but far fewer that have grown you know, intentionally or by design. And I would love to just get you know, your take on you know, when you're looking at the quality of a firm's growth, for example, um, how do you assess or determine if it's you know, good growth or the right type of growth? And then you know, part two to that question is, how are you also working with some of your existing advisors to help them accelerate their growth? So let's just start on the first piece. I mean, when you're looking at growth, right, what, how are you actually, what are you looking for right, to determine if it's quality and what does good growth look like to you? Yeah, Mark, another great question. So that, that's a very extensive process that we do on the front end. And in, in many cases, uh, an advisor comes in and shows they're growing. And as we do a, a business review, we realize, oh my God, do you realize all you have in your book of business today is call it investment management products. You don't have any financial planning. You don't have any insurance. And, and by showing the advisor with your skill set from the investment side, if you can tap into some of the summit resources and some of the experts that we have on hand, you can significantly enhance your business. So that, that's a piece that we look at. So product scope is what I'm getting at, right? Mm -hmm. Where is the bulk of your business today? And for the most part, especially coming out of the wires, especially coming out of existing RIAs, we see a higher concentration, which is really investment only. So expanding into the planning, expanding into the protection with insurance and what we've seen a lot, a lot of growth come from, from those two structures. Uh, for the existing teams, as you mentioned, so we've introduced uh, just about now, but five years, so three years ago, we started rolling out our, our innovative technology platform and really have been training people on how to leverage that technology, how to make your business work smarter. Most people I know work hard and they want to succeed, but there's a way to make your, your business work smarter. So we've digitalized really everything we do. Everything is automated. Everything you can do from anywhere in the world. We've created real-time functionality. So performance reporting, data aggregation, it goes on and on. An advisor has that all at their fingertips. And then the, the last piece is really bringing in this customized marketing plan, this business development strategy. We, and we have a team that does that. And working with its social media or helping you create your website, helping you create your brand, helping create your look and feel. You, when, when you're part of Summit, you're not out there as a Summit person, right? You, you have your own identity. And you can have your own brand, you can have your own designed website, logo, all of that stuff. So we're focused on helping the advisor propel themselves out in the marketplace through their book of clients, as, as well as finding new clients through different sources. The, uh, the marketing piece is really interesting 
to me. And I think it's probably bigger than just marketing. But it, you know, if you've met one RIA, obviously you've met one RIA. Every firm has its own sort of unique challenges, but also its unique opportunity sets. Um, when you're looking at the way you're helping them with you know, their marketing or their digital materials or websites, I'm curious, you know, what is it that you know, you're noticing about you know, ways that you can specifically help advisors that has led to growth or more business development opportunities, higher acquisition, client acquisition rates, et cetera? Yeah, again, great, great uh, comments. So what I have seen in the industry is I call it the shiny object effect. An RIA hears about a marketing plan, they get all excited, they sign up for it, they do it for some time, and they realize, oh, shoot, there's maintenance, this has to be done every month, every week, and it, it wanes off. And then it becomes what we all see is the monthly newsletter. That, that's not what I referred to as marketing. Yeah. So we realize most people are busy, they get distracted, and the description I just gave you is no different than people that we had working at Summit. They felt the same way. So we said, and looked at it and said, how do we do something that is, is automated, ongoing, and it's not a drag on the advisor's time that it just, it just sucks them into this whole new job, which they don't have time to do. And so Mark, that's what we've done. We, we've created a process that is ongoing. The advisor has the ability to customize it as much as they wish or as little as they wish, but it's, it's, it's programmed to go out automatically. So via social media, certain posts that are going out, certain, certain uh, market newsletters that go out to clients, emails, there, there's so much in that. And frankly, it's by advisor. Some advisors want less, some advisors want more. So we, we customized it based upon what they need, but the way we set up our technology is integrated with the way we market. So the two feed each other and it's a so much simpler and repeatable process versus the manual drain that that we know we all have to do today if we don't have this 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 platform built into it. Yeah, and that's a great perspective because with marketing, you need to always be on. It's not the kind mm -hmm. of thing that you can do once a month. Um, it's not a task. Um, it is definitely a, a core function of a, a growing you know, and a vibrant advisory firm. Everybody has their own way of thinking about it and doing it or you know, not doing it in many cases. Um, but to have you know, the support of a, a large institution that can make sure you are always on. We've seen you know, that there has been you know, a, an incredible difference in the growth rates of the firms that are marketing and doing business development actively and not randomly. And I'm sure you've seen the same thing too, but I'm curious, I mean, can you share a little bit with us around you know, some of the growth rates that your advisors or advisors that you're familiar with you know, have experienced you know, if they're really sort of engaging with these types of tools and programs? Yes, I, I, I can. So I, uh, specific numbers I'm, I'm not going to go into, but I will tell you uh, the following. We've had help from the equity markets over the last couple of years, which, mm -hmm. which any bit, anybody in our space, uh, if you're invested in equities, your, your assets are up. But I will tell you that represents about 20% of our growth, maybe a little less. So the, the bulk of the growth that we have seen has come from organic and has, and has come also from, from new teams coming on board. The teams that, that are in the Summit Growth Partners model, and that's a partnership model that we have at Summit, they are growing at a much faster clip than the market. And they glow, they're growing at a faster clip than the uh, advisors that are out there in the marketplace. 
So they are leveraging the tools, the resources, the technology, the marketing, the modeling. We have an internal uh, team that works as a partnership consulting group. These are advisors that get together on a quarterly basis. They don't get paid for doing this. They do it out of, out of partnership caring and they share different strategies and ideas. And every one of these meetings is always fully attended. It's not mandatory, it's optional, yet everybody attends these discussions. And management is there, the advisors are there. We share different ideas and strategies. And, and sometimes in these meetings, an idea comes up that we were not even aware of or a technology or, or a strategy. And we take it back to the home office. We, we do the testing, we figure out what needs to be done. And if it makes sense, we roll it out. So it's, and Mark, I'd, I'd love to tell you, it's just one or two things. There's many, many things, it's many yeah. components. No, and that's really why we started this podcast. Uh, the more people we talk to, the more examples we can get of what works and what doesn't, right? The more we can, obviously over time, provide some best practices and paint that picture of how you can really and truly drive intentional growth. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. And with, for the final piece of this conversation here, I'd love to know, you've obviously invested in technology, you obviously are you know, well ahead of the curve, um, but heading into this remote world, right, that in March of 2020, we all had to pivot to practically overnight, um, really did change you know, the, the way everybody in the business you know, works with their clients, it changes the way everybody prospects, so it changes the way teams interact with one another. Um, I'm curious, as you kind of look back at the last 18 months or so, and all the change that has taken place, what do you think, one, you know, was the most valuable lesson you learned, and two, Summit and its advisors take with you, you know, almost indefinitely into the future? Oh, God, great question. Um, I, I would love to tell you we were so smart about the pandemic coming and we knew it was going to happen. That's why we did this. Uh, unfortunately, we're not that smart. <laughs> But we, we did realize something that I think all of us realize, right? The way the business and industry interacts really has not changed a lot over the last 20 years. There are products that are different, you know, fee structure, commission structure. I get, yes, that is true. But the way we all interact with clients, the way we find new clients, it's still the old way of doing things. And, and we, just, we just saw an opportunity there to say, wait a second, we're getting older. Is there a way to work smarter as opposed to you know, work the way you worked when you were younger? So th that's what got our curiosity going. And, and then we started looking at how do you do things that are simpler? Uh, a simple thing, Mark, uh, we've heard this over and over. All these technologies exist out there. They're almost, to me, like desktop icons. You can click on one, username, password, go to another one, username, password. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not effective, right? That, that helps to some degree. But if you have to export information from technology one to technology two and back and forth, and then you're filling out a form and you have to fill out the paperwork three times, I mean, that... That's not effective. So we, we created an ecosystem where all of our technology is synchronized and almost works like the iPhone, where when you change a contact on your iPhone, it does it for your iPad and everything else. So we made it very innovative and, 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 and synchronizing. Two, we made it all digital. 
And then three, you can, you can get it from anywhere as long as you have an internet service. Hence, pandemic hits. And five minutes after I made an announcement that we're shutting the corporate office, we want everybody to work remotely. Five minutes later, we were in business. So we, yeah. we didn't skip a beat. The, that was a pleasant surprise, but I'm going to share with you your second question. What, what really blew me away was something that I was told many, many years ago. People, tigers don't change their stripes. If, if, if uh, a, let's call it a seasoned advisor has been doing something for so, so many years, the, the ability of you to change what they do is, is low. And I always believe that. I started by this, this podcast by telling you we're, we're around for 40 years. We, we really don't want to have attrition. The bulk of the advisors that are with this firm are here 25 plus years. And I never thought I could change their behavior. I never thought I could change the way they interact. And what I've seen during the pandemic, legacy advisors that I would say that they had lifestyle practices, they grew nice, you know, they generated millions of dollars in fees and all of that, but they weren't growing at, at crazy growth rates. We rolled these technologies out. We rolled out these new processes for marketing, and we created this partnership. And shocking and surprising to me, the oldest and most seasoned advisors right now are growing the most, which is so contrary to what we see in our industry. <laughs> And, and Why do you think that, it, what are they doing? Is there anything in particular that they're, they're doing right now right, that you think um, or have been doing that has triggered that? I think it's a combination of, of a few things. Um, the Summit Growth Partners model, I think is one, because we're, we're basically a partner with them. Two, we, we've listened to what they needed. We've listened to what the industry is doing right, wrong, or indifferent. And we've empowered them. Um, one of my top producers, I, I asked him this. He's, he's here 39 years. And I said to him, what, what changed? He said, what changed was I finally was empowered with the tools to go out and basically look like I'm running a multifamily office with every client. I can do anything I need to do right now with my clients. And I'm winning mm -hmm. business from other firms. So I am pleasantly surprised, you know, because that's the old guard, so to say, that that's how they always operated. And the new teams that are coming in, you're more than welcome to call any one of them. They're, they're of the same mindset. They can't believe like what they have now at, at their fingertips. And they're more excited than ever before. And they're bringing the new assets and they're growing their businesses. And it, it all comes together nicely. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And while you might not have predicted that there would be a pandemic that causes the entire world, right, not just the industry, to pivot on a dime, um, you were prepared. Um, and it sounds like you've been able to obviously transform the business. And I think you know, the one thing that um, you know, somehow gets discounted or it, it, lost in the conversation is you know, how much the clients change too. And it, there seems like there's so much willingness of clients and prospects to do business virtually, to interact digitally, to really share confidential information and build trust, even though you're not able to sit down in a room, you know, across a desk or a table and look somebody right in the eye and tell them what keeps you awake at night and what gets you out of bed in the morning. Um, I think we've all changed. And it sounds like the way you've evolved and the way your advisors have evolved, you know, the way they work with clients is directionally you know, sort of changing the, the shape of wealth management for you know, the foreseeable future. So thank you 
Sam, for sharing as much as you did about Summit, but also just the way you've seen the business and wealth management evolve in recent times. So appreciate all the time you've taken with us here today. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for the interest. Thank you for the opportunity. And and we appreciate it. We appreciate all the support. All right, Sam. So again, thank you very much for walking through your organic, inorganic growth strategies, your experience, the way you're thinking about the market, and also just for sharing your thoughts on what's working what's not working um, from a marketing and a technology perspective. You covered a lot of ground in roughly 30 minutes here, so I appreciate it. Um, On behalf of the entire Informa Wealth Management team, thank you very much for walking us through some of the best practices for growing an advisory firm. And thank you to all of our listeners for joining us for another episode of RI Edge. Again, I'm Mark Bruno, Managing Director, Informa Wealth Management. Look forward to having you back soon, Stan, and look forward to having our audience join us on the next episode of RIA Edge. Schwab Advisor Services is proud to support the RIA Edge podcast and equally proud to support the independent financial advisor community because they believe every firm of every size deserves a custodian that is committed and passionate, one that provides world-class resources, technology, and people who thoroughly understand your firm's goals. One that will work tirelessly to give you the winning edge. Learn more at advisorservices.schwab.com.